There are so many religions in the world. How are they similar and how are they different? We need to know. The culturally correct view is to blend them all together as equally relevant and legitimate. But is that true? Prior to becoming a follower of Jesus, your host, Mike Shreve, was an avid seeker of truth, exploring many paths to spirituality. One of his passions now is to help bridge the gap so that others can discover the true light, which gives light to everyone entering the world. Now, here's Mike Shreve revealing the true light. This episode of Revealing the True Light is going to be a very unique and different kind of presentation. It will be dealing quite a bit with the last day's prophecies and current events that are lining up with the prophetic side of God's Word. In order to fully understand what I have to share, though, you will have to go to the article that I will post on thetruelight.net. That's our website, www.thetruelight.net. And you'll be able to match my words with the images that I'm going to describe. First, let me ask a question. What does the European Union have to do with the Tower of Babel in Genesis 11, the whorish woman riding the beast in Revelation 17, a false Greek deity named Zeus, and a satanic Luciferian dedication ceremony of a new tunnel through the Alps. You might be completely stunned by the question I just asked. You will be equally stunned by the answers that I give. First, let me lay a foundation. The UK voted to leave the EU, and that's the United Kingdom and the European Union, in 2016, and officially left the trading bloc, its nearest and biggest trading partner, on January 31st, the year 2020. However, both sides agreed to keep many things the same until December 31st, 2020, to allow enough time to agree to the terms of a new trade deal. It was a complex and often bitter negotiation, but they finally agreed to a deal on December 24th of last year. So it's been just a little over a month since the final rift took place. You may say, this is just a political issue. No, it's not. You may say, well, this is just a financial issue. No, it's not. This is a spiritual issue and one that is affecting the entire world and the United States right now. I don't claim to understand the political, economic, and sociological fallout of the United Kingdom being or not being a member of the European Union. I have my opinions, but I'm not versed enough in the details to write about those aspects. However, I do believe that the favor and blessing of God could very well follow this final Brexit decision. Why would I make such a claim? God warns against evil alliances. Listen to 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 14, 15, and 16. God cautions, do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. 
For what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? Or what accord has Christ with Belial? Or what part has a believer with an unbeliever? Or what agreement has the temple of God with idols? Incidentally, the name Belial is an epithet for Satan, meaning worthlessness. So you could insert the word, what concord or what accord does Jesus Christ have with the devil? That may be strong words in your mind, but wait till you hear the rest. Of course, that is an exhortation to the church not to mingle with the world and those who seek to be godly, not to mix with the ungodly. And Britain is definitely not a quote-unquote godly Christian nation in entirety, though there are many believers there. However, any nation, not just Britain, but any nation partnering with the European Union is yoking up with lawlessness and quite possibly with Luciferianism. Why would I make such a bold assertion? You'll find out. When the European Union built its headquarters in Strasbourg, France, they intentionally used a famous 1563 picture of the Tower of Babel as a model for the architectural drawings of their headquarters. It was a picture that was painted by the Flemish Northern Renaissance painter Peter Bruegel, the elder. Apparently, the designers of the European Union headquarters intentionally tried to mirror the appearance of scaffolding and an unfinished top to make this modern building look like the infamous and partially constructed tower that suffered the judgment of God thousands of years ago. God told Noah's offspring to fill the earth and to replenish it. But instead, Nimrod, whose name means let us rebel, forged a seven-city kingdom and pulled the people to a central location. And they also came up with a grandiose plan saying, let us build ourselves a city and let us build a tower whose top may reach into the heavens and let us make a name for ourselves lest we be scattered abroad over the face of the whole earth. That's Genesis eleven fourteen. Now God brought a swift end to their agenda by dividing their languages and scattering them abroad. Erecting a building in the shape of the Tower of Babel is an audacious way of saying to the Creator, we don't care. We don't care whether you disapproved of the original Tower of Babel or not. We intend to build it again and unite all nations under our control. Now it's not seven cities under the dictatorial rule of Nimrod, but it's the entire world under the control of something called the New World Order that has a foothold in the European Union. In fact, that's the launching pad. The European Union 
is the means by which this unification of nations can grow globally until it dominates the whole world. So what happens there has a very important global effect. What leaders in their right mind would choose to be associated with the symbol of the Tower of Babel? That's like hurling a vile insult to the king of heaven and shaking your fist in his face, saying, you did wrong by dividing them in the beginning and will unite them in the end. Who would do such a thing? Well, Luciferians believe that the God of the Bible, Jehovah, is the God of darkness, and that Lucifer is the God of light, and that ultimately Lucifer will conquer Jehovah, or more correctly, Yahweh or Yahovah. So there is a twisting of truth to be opposite, so that the lie becomes the truth, and the truth becomes the lie. That's the deception of the enemy. That's the way things work in the satanic kingdom. Not only is the European Union headquarters in Strasbourg, France, in the form of the Tower of Babel. But if that's not enough to bring a troubled spirit to you, look at the main emblem of the European Union that is boldly displayed in the front of the EU headquarters building in Brussels, Belgium. The piece of metal artwork is in the shape of Europa. That's E-U-R-O-P-A, who is a Greek goddess riding a bull or a beast that represents the false Greek deity, Zeus. Do some research on the original myth and you'll find out that Zeus was attracted to Europa's beauty and he morphed into the form of a white bull and then laid down at Europa's feet. She felt attracted to his seemingly peaceful manner and climbed up on him, whereupon he plunged into the sea and raped her and had three offspring by her that were part human and part divine. It's all an occult picture of course, untrue, of course, fictional, but it has deep spiritual implications of what the EU leaders plan to do. By the way, the name Europa is where the word Europe comes from. And remember that Zeus is represented by the beast that the woman is riding, and Europa is representative of Europe. So, in a sense, Europe is being raped by the beast system that has global governance as its desired outcome. Yes, raped. Very strong word, but politically, financially, and sociologically, Europe has been raped by an unelected elite of this organization that apparently from the beginning had purposed that the European Union be a major step toward the goal of world unity, a global government, a global currency, a global religion. All of these things will undergird the platform of the Antichrist. It's a necessary step that direction. 
The fact that they used the symbol of a whorish woman riding a beast, plainly drawn from Revelation 17, they know it is a biblical symbol, and they're using it as a symbolic emblem, yet it is a blatant, in-your-face admission of their evil and satanically driven intent. As I was researching these things, I came across a website called Signs of the Last Days with a lot of useful information. And the writer tied the EU together with the beast of Revelation 17 with the following words. Now listen closely, and I'm quoting from this website, Signs of the Last Days. That beast in the book of Revelation represents the world government led by the Antichrist. By so prominently using the symbol of a woman riding the beast, the global elite are very clearly communicating that they are connected with this coming beast system. They know what the Bible says when they use symbols like this. It seems like they are almost bragging about it. You see, the elitists at the very top of the pyramid are hardcore Luciferians. They also know that the Antichrist is coming and they plan to serve him. They believe that they are actually going to win in the end. They have confidence in their quote-unquote God, just as we have confidence in our God. Satan has deceived himself into believing that he can win this thing in the end. And he has deceived his followers into believing the same thing. Such a thing seems inconceivable to Christians, but this is what hardcore Luciferians actually believe. In fact, one thing that is common among the Luciferian global elite is a compulsion to tell us exactly what they are about to do. In this case, they are very open about the fact that not only do they intend to deceive and subjugate Europe, but they intend to do the same to all of humanity. Don't you think that when Donald Trump went before the United Nations and refused global governance, that he procured the wrath of the globalists that want to further their agenda through the United Nations, that building that sits on property that was donated by Rockefeller, who has been behind the Council of Foreign Relations and the Trilateral Commission, international organizations that are focused on dismantling the strength of the United States of America to blend us in with a global government. It's all a diabolical scheme behind the scenes to shift the power from light to darkness and from any kind of biblical basis in government or law to something completely satanic in origin. See, that's what, that's what a lot of what's going on in our society is all about now, is the rejection of biblical morality. It's the rejection of the foundation of the United States of America being a nation dedicated to Christianity. It was dedicated as a Christian nation in the beginning. That does not fit in with the globalist agenda. And when Donald Trump made that public statement that we reject global governance, that was automatically 
a springboard from which the wrath of the globalists was launched our direction. And that's what the chaos the last few months has been all about. It's not about conservatives versus liberals. It's not just about Republicans versus Democrats. It's about globalists who want a Luciferian hierarchy to be in charge of this world. Now, I know that sounds very intense, but there's a lot of in-your-face proof of it. And you can go to the article that I will post on the truelight.net to see these things because a Euro coin that was released in Greece depicts the ancient myth of Europa. It has this whorish woman riding a bull, just like you find in the book of Revelation. And then even a phone card from the ECU depicts a whorish woman riding a beast. And when they released a poster advertising the European Union, they used inverted pentagrams for stars, which is a known symbol of Satan. And there's 12 stars over this image of the Tower of Babel, which is supposed to represent the crown of stars that was on an ancient goddess. But it most likely means much more than that. But in that poster, and again, you'll see this on the truelight.net, in that poster, the people that are under the control of this EU government, this European Union government, all have square heads, square shoulders, square elbows, square arms. They look very robotic, like they're controlled, like they're programmed, if you will, to be in obedience to the quote-unquote system. And on the poster, it says, Europe, many tongues, but one voice. Now, in the beginning of this program, I talked about a dedication ceremony of a new tunnel through the Alps being Luciferian or satanic in nature. Where do I get that? Well, all you have to do is go on the internet and look up bizarre tunnel dedication, and you can watch it for yourself. Almost five years ago, June 1st, 2016, the Gothard Tunnel in Switzerland was dedicated with a full-blown satanic celebration filled with occult symbolism, including someone dancing around in the form of a horned god and explicit sexual perversion. Just do a search on this event and pray before you watch it. Believe me, claim the blood of Jesus and the protection of the Holy Spirit while you watch it because it is a blatant demonstration of evil imagery. What's that got to do with the European Union? The goal behind this 17-year-long project was to open up a 35-mile-long tunnel in the Swiss Alps. Apparently, it was longer and deeper than any tunnel that's ever been made, and it provided a seamless high-speed rail trip from the Dutch city of Rotterdam to the Italian city of Genoa on Italy's seacoast. So it's uniting nations together. And the dedication of this first stage of this project was attended by many political, business, and financial leaders from across Europe, including the Prime Minister of Italy, the President of Switzerland, the Chancellor of Germany, 
and the president, the previous president of France. This is an indication of a bigger picture, a new world order agenda, a unifying goal in mind that will affect key nation members of the European Union. Now, if you watch that bizarre tunnel dedication, and if you see the depiction of demon-like creatures and a Lucifer-like person leading in this march through the tunnel, you will wonder, like I did, how these leaders could sit there through this lengthy ceremony. I would have gotten up and left. I couldn't have been in agreement with it. As a Christian, I could not have remained in that atmosphere, that dark, demon-infested atmosphere. Impossible. I didn't even like watching it on the internet. But those leaders sat there for a lengthy period of time. That must mean they are in agreement with it or they are under the domination of it and cannot wrench themselves free. So my conclusion is this. Yes, it's a good thing that just about six weeks ago or five weeks ago, Britain finally exited the European Union with a final break. And I hope the results are not just financial or a freedom to make decisions without the oversight of an unelected body of people who control the strings of all those that are in the EU. Hopefully, by making this decision, it will release the United Kingdom spiritually from an evil alliance that would have kept a dark cloud over that nation. And hopefully, there will be a great awakening spiritually as a result. I pray this will happen. And I pray that it will spread all through Britain, all through the United Kingdom, and that there will be a resurgence of revival. The only thing that will hold this globalist agenda at bay is an awakened church bringing a spiritual awakening to the world. Surely there will be an overflow into the political realm. And thank God for the strong voices that are being raised up against the compromise that's going on in our government. But fundamentally, foundationally, the only thing that can hold this at bay for a season so that the final harvest can take place is a church that is bold and on fire with the presence of God and knowledgeable of the enemy's devices. You must know your enemy and you must understand the evil behind the veil of what's going on in this world. You've got to pull the veil back and see who is operating the system in order to understand what's happening. I believe that it's a good thing. It's a very good thing that Britain broke free. Now let's pray for revival in England. Let's pray for revival in Ireland. Let's pray for revival in the United States of America. Let's pray that so many people find the Lord that their hearts will be ripped free from the deception that is ruling our world in this hour. Remember the first warning Jesus gave about what would happen in the last days. He said, take heed that no man deceive you. This is an hour when deception will rule over much of the human race, but it's also an hour when the church will be the pillar and foundation 
of the truth. Thank you for joining Mike Shreve today on Revealing the True Light. And thank you for opening your mind and your heart to the truth. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, cpnshows.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss new episodes. You can explore the beliefs of many world religions more deeply by ordering Mike Shree's book titled In Search of the True Light. We also invite you to visit our website, thetruelight.net, and sign up to be part of our global internet family.